All right. Well, good morning, everyone. Ministry Advancement Zoom time. Next 28 minutes, we're going to be covering fields of faith. And if we're going to cover fields of faith and talk about what it is, then I think we should start out in faith uh, with a word of prayer. So, Amanda, would you mind, if you can hear us, would you mind opening us in a, in a word of prayer before we get rolling here? She just jumped off, so I think that's a way of declining that word of prayer. Uh, so, so, John, would you mind opening us in that word of prayer? Sure, I can do that. Lord God, thank you for bringing us all here together, Lord, that uh, we can come and, and learn about another way that we can honor your name. Um, and just in all the ways that we do, Lord, we ask that um, we keep your name uh, at the top of our of our lives and of our of our thoughts and of our actions, Lord. But Lord, we just pray that we ask you to um, you know, give give Nathan the the words of wisdom, Lord, that that he needs to teach us about a great uh, uh, you know event that we can use in schools and, and, and in our regions to to bring glory to your name and uh, and get more kids and more athletes and more coaches hearing about your uh, how great your your love for us is in your name we pray amen 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 well today our topic uh, is fields of faith uh, so I'm my, my, my own personal experience with Fields of Faith, uh, a couple of years ago, I wanted to do this. I had heard about what was going on at other universities, wanted it to be a big splash, uh, wanted to involve other ministries. We, we were this close to calling it Fields of Faith, but uh, we, we ended up calling it Worship the King because it, it tied in with some other ideas that we had. So we did this thing in the Carrier Dome. <clears throat> we, we brought in... Uh, a worship team. We brought in a, a basketball coach to speak. We brought in student testimonies, sharing the word. It was a big thing. 2,500 people or so made a big splash, but it, it took a long time to, to plan. So that's, that's, that, that taught me something. One, that there's, there's, there are important reasons that that can be valuable, but it also taught me something about uh, returning to the original vision for what fields of faith was and uh, and the grassroots aspect of it and, and there were some even though that big event uh, carried a lot of weight to it uh, there was something about that that wasn't lasting and it was a great event but it wasn't lasting and I, one of the, the key things that was missing for us was uh, was the the student aspect of it was a student led or were students merely uh, hangers on you know, they they just come along for the ride as as we had we we ministers we we professionals put this thing together so even with that event we started steering that in the direction of okay we need we need this to be more and more about the students and by the students so today we're going to talk about uh fields of faith fields of faith that's coming up next week uh october 11th so just just under a week from from today and I want to talk about what, what it started out as. So I'm, I'm sharing screen right now, and, and you can see this goes back to 2006, right? So this is, this is almost a throwback Thursday. And you've heard about Fields of Faith uh, and where it's huge, but I, I want to talk about Fields of Faith and what it, what it started out as. And this is something that, that even back when Jeff Martin started this, and they held it in Oklahoma, and then Oklahoma and Texas and Kansas and and these things, 
it started out back in, like, like this says, in 2002 by Jeff Martin reading how this young King Josiah uh, just read the word and how they, they found, they found the, the, the book of the law in the temple as they were making repairs. They read the word when, when all of Israel was gathered and, and that led to not only repentance, but revival that led to this momentum, this groundswell where, where all of Israel got behind the word and what they heard by the, by, by just the conviction of the word, not somebody with, with seven steps to a better you, not, uh, not worship and, and, and dry ice and, and as cool as all those things are, it was the word. So as the more I see, the more I, I just, I'm convinced we need to, we just need to get people in front of the word and, and get the word into them in a way where, uh, where they can just start to process it and, and see that their peers, these other students are, are willing to make the commitment together to stand together. So, so they're, they're, uh, Josiah challenged, challenged really the entire nation of Israel to get back into the word. And this, this document that I shared, I'm, I'm not going to, we're not going to read through it. I shared it with you. I, I, I encourage you to read through it. Uh, there's a great devotional here. It's about half an hour to, to do this. But so Jeff got a hold of that in 2004, they started to gather. They just started to gather. And you can see from that time until, uh, until this was published back a few years ago, Fields of Faith has, has exploded. It's exploded all over the country. But even, even as it exploded, and this is some of the Frank Reynolds shared with me yesterday. Frank, thank you. This is gold. Uh, this is what Jeff says about it. This is, and Jeff's seen it from, from the beginning. He's seen it grow. But this is, what he, this is the heart of Fields of Faith. And then we're going to talk about how to do this. But I, wanna, I, wanna, I want you to see the heart of Fields of Faith. He says, if you just give students the mic, and that's what we started doing, give them the mic, instead of being spectators at, a, at religious events and Christian events, they thought it wouldn't work, and what we saw was the opposite, that God uses the untrained ordinary, and that these students listen to each other, and the impact is not only that these students with their faith, they're leading, but it's reaching their peers because it's something unique, because we're hearing from their own peers that are reading the scripture. So as I read that, what did you hear? What, what, what's, the, what's the undercurrent? What, what is Jeff saying? What is this really about? What is Fields of Faith really about? Students giving the word to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Peer-to-peer. What, what, are they, what is Fields of Faith? Other than it's getting on a field. It's coming to a central gathering place. And Jeff goes on to say, hey, the, the field of competition is, is one of the last places where, where everybody will come, no matter what, what ethnicity, what background, what race, what, what uh, anything, what, what, what gender, what generation, will all come to the field of sport. So it's, it's just a place to gather, but it's for, for students to read the word, share their testimonies with other students. And then what's, what's come out of this is that people are, are making commitments to, to read the Bible. Uh, you've, you've read some of the, the one way to play 
contracts and agreements. Those are, those are uh, things that we can use. People can sign those and say, hey, you know, I'm gonna, there's one way to play drug free. You know, I'm going to make a commitment to, to be substance free. Uh, I'm going to make a commitment to read the word. I'm going to I'm gonna make a commitment to, to start a huddle, join a huddle, to, to invest in my team's spiritual uh, uh, future, whatever that is. But it all started because there are students reading the Bible to students. All right. So I, I'll share this link as well in the wrap up. But there's one document and then this link. Uh, that, that, and again, Frank, thank, thank you so much for sharing this. It's a, it's a great read. And it really, again, it brought me back to what is Feels of Faith really about. All right. So that's, that's, the, that's the intro. We're going to talk about Fields of Faith and and the grassroots uh, beginning, the genesis of Fields of Faith. So Fields of Faith officially is next week. And I think whether, and I know some of you have been planning out your Fields of Faith, you've done before, you're, and I, I want to hear from you today about what that process is like. Some of you have never tried it because it was just, how do I get the worship team together? And, and how do I get Tim Tebow to the field? And how do I do it? You know, and so it, it seems too big. And some of you haven't thought about it. No matter which one of you, which one of those groups you're in, next week you could host a great Fields of Faith. Because students today don't need four months of, of notice. They need two days of notice. You give, them, you give them two days of notice and say, hey, just can you invite some friends? And if there are 10 of us, we're going to get together and we're going to join up. We're going to link up in this field. We're going to read some scripture, share some testimonies, and encourage one another. That's a great field of faith. So I think, I think all across our region, we could have fields of faith uh, events pop up that will be powerful, not because of the numbers, but because of the, the momentum that can be. You know, the FCA is a, a ministry that's, that's about discipleship. So these, these are great opportunities for peers to, to share their faith with, with other students. And then we can help the, those students to follow up. So let's, let's talk about fields of faith. So if you're in that group that has planned it out or you've had fields of faith in the past, talk to us about, about the, the process and the benefit of, of holding a field of faith. Who's done it? Well, we're, this, we're getting ready to have one, Nate. Uh, we have never had one here in Maine, but we've got one coming on October 10th. And what I think is so cool about it, it's been initiated by a couple of students from a high school in Augusta, which is Coney High School. Mm. And um, I don't know if Margo's on here or not, but um, Margo and I and Mark and, and Tony and so forth are coming alongside this group to do what we can. And um, I was just at a huddle this morning where the, the huddle coach is also a system football coach and he's going to shorten practice so that this group can go to this event. Oh. Um, and I also have a group up here in Bangor that is going to probably take a van as long as their practices get out in time. It's going to be from a six o'clock to seven o'clock frame. Okay. So I'm going to conclude a little bit, but yeah, we're excited about it because it's, you know, hopefully uh, we'll see how it goes and hopefully we can have one up here in the Bangor area next year. Awesome. So what's, what's yeah, the program look like? What's the, what is the program? Oh, yeah, sorry. Margo's Margo's on. On. Great. 
So, um, yeah, basically, Allie approached me, the student, and so I just kind of coached her up on the programming. So we kind of just went to the website and looked at it. So basically, we are going to have an opening, uh, uh, like a welcome, a reading of scripture, um, an opening prayer, and then we have a worship team. Like, it's not really a worship team. It's like two people, but coming to just do two songs. And then we have a lineup of student testimonies. And so we have at least five. We're hoping to get closer to 10. Um, and we've kind of coached them up to be two minutes, like two-minute testimonies. And then we will have um, a pastor who is a former baseball, professional baseball player, uh, just share a challenge with the gospel message. And then the plan is to close out in a big group of prayer, corporate prayer, uh, around the field. So that's kind of the lineup. It's an hour-long um, like logistically, like Nate said, it hasn't taken us much planning. I mean, we started putting this together about three to four, less than four weeks ago. And it was more just making sure that we get field confirmation and the lights turned on. Everything else is simple, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's great. So what, what components of, of that program did you hear? What, what are they doing? We've got prayer. What else? What did you hear? Worship. Worship. Reading of scripture. Scripture. Testimony. Students testimony. Gospel. Challenge. A challenge, right? So it's it's like a, it's like a good billboard, right? You, a, it's a good billboard just gets somebody to go to the next landing site, right? So a, a great field of faith event. What, what's the challenge? Uh, I. And, and, and most of these, you, you'll have an opportunity to share the gospel. Tens of thousands of students have come to Christ and field events, field of faith events over the last decade or so. So God does something in that environment when you have peer-to-peer interaction like that, when you, when, you, when you can offer up the gospel, offer up a challenge, encourage one another in your faith. We've seen, again, tens of thousands of students come to Christ at these events. So there might be one person who comes to, to Christ at, at that, that event up in Maine. That one person that comes to Christ, you just changed someone's uh, destination for eternity through that. So the, the gospel message has is, is historically been a huge part of Field of Faith. And I'd encourage you to think about that as well, whether it's a pastor sharing that, whether it's a, a student who really understands how to present the gospel and you coach them up on that. I think that would be a great thing if it's a coach. You know, however you've designed it, but I love that the the bulk of what's going on is is driven by those students. So that's that's great. That's that's exciting. That's a great field of faith. So, anybody else that's run one, Mark, you, go ahead. I was just going to say that the key component is finding and anyone who has ever set up helped the students set up a huddle before can attest to this. Is there's a difference between a student who's willing to do it and a student who wants to do it. Mm, and good. the fact that I believe if I get this right, Margo was approached by Allie, then it shows that Allie wants to do it. It's not something she brought to Allie and Allie said, okay, let's, let's give this a go. Cause that there's no drive there. There's no spirit behind it. But if you find the right, if the right student is there and they're like, and they just talk about, Oh, I want to do something that can get a bunch of people together. Then there's a door. They want to do it. So that's, right. I think that is really the starting point for the whole thing. Yep. Yep. It's good. 
Frank, uh, I know you've, you've been involved in fields of faith, uh, you know, either in New York City or in Orlando. Can you tell us a bit about, and, and you've been at some of the larger events as well, uh, how, do, how do those larger events still stay true to the, the grassroots beginning of, of fields of faith? What are some, some ways to ensure that happens? There he is. Are you, I don't know, Frank, if you're able to, if you're in a place where you can respond. Man, I'm, for some reason, I just got cut off and I just can't. Okay. We can hear you now. Yeah, I got, I got cut off and um, just got back on. Okay. You asked me a question? Yeah, so so I know you've been at some of the larger fields of faith events in New York City as well as Orlando. How do those larger events stay true to the grassroots beginning of fields of faith in terms of it being student-led, reading the scripture, praying, sharing the gospel? How how do they make sure that that, that doesn't get lost in the, the the size of the event? Oh, man, I, I have had tons of fields of faith, like... Uh... Mostly speaking at them and um, up and down the east, but uh, we're we're losing you. Sorry, uh, I'm I'm back. Somebody was trying to call me. Can okay. you hear me? Yes. Sorry. Um. Yeah. So you know, I've probably done like twenty of them and been that keynote guy. Just like wow, and you just get so caught up like towns and Arkansas and you know Alabama and stuff like that and just the whole town gets lit up like they'll have you know five eight hundred people is and and it's great and when I'm there I'm like this is everything that feels a faith I thought wasn't really about like I mean you know they'd get big worship band and, and I mean you could flip it any way you want and it's good but um now I always try to kind of share with administration that feels of faith is just kind of like see you at the pole but we're seeing each other at the field and the emphasis is more on reading scripture and um so you know it's a great chance to utilize public scripture reading that you know we've really embraced in the northeast and um, you know, when uh, I think Margot was sharing, I just love instead of it being about, you know, two or three people or a speaker and a, and, a, and a worship team, but that it's about multiple students reading. And uh, so you get more people spreading the word because different individuals are going to read. And, um, you know, last year I did uh, five in New York City and they were all real small and simple, uh, but they were very effective. You know, um, even a minister who came, I was talking to him about a month ago and I asked him if he ever read the Bible. And he said, nah, I've never read the Bible. I was kind of like, you know, just, just look, look not shocked, bro. Like, you know, <laughs> cause I, I mean, I just, you know, he's an active minister. And so he said, I read a couple of books and he, 
Sorry, somebody's trying to get in bad. Um, so, you know, he said he read a couple of books. Um, and I think it was like Kings and Genesis. And he said, oh, you know, what's on, one of the books I read was last year at the Field of Faith because we just, we didn't even, it was about 50 students and all we did was um, just put, uh, you know, off of the Bible app, we played the book of Jonah and everybody actually laid out on the field. Like, just relax, everybody look at the stars and we laid out and just heard the book of Jonah read off of the Bible app. So, um, you know, to me, that was just like a real sincere way of doing it and the easiest way of doing it. I love to hear uh, student testimony if you could really coach those students up and, um, you know, let them know that there's a time frame and, you know, you don't have to get all into the details and uh, but really sharing on us finding the word of God, reading it, and then just praying for our, our campus. That's great. That's great. Sean, how, as, you, as you think about Fields of Faith for our region, what thoughts do you have on, on how we want to – attack this yeah uh this is really good and you know the only thing uh, just awesome here in the simplicity of it and and um be praying for all the fields and um you know one one thing i've heard uh in in uh in a great leader within fca guy a guy named tim johnson he always says that all things you know consider the coach and um and i think you know the context of fields of faith is that Oftentimes, you know, the coaches are the ones doing the ministry, and this is the chance for the students to have a night that they take ownership of, you know. But I think because of the uniqueness of access to public schools within our region, you know, at times this might be a great chance for a coach to get to read Scripture um, in that it's more of a unique opportunity for a coach because the students are the ones that have the ability to do these things on campus. So um, as you think about it, you know, uh, it is important. I love the student testimonies, but it, it's also a great opportunity for a coach to maybe get to read the word or share a little bit on the field that they coach on, which they may spend hours of their life on and not feel like they have, you know, the opportunity to freely share the gospel or uh, read scripture or pray with athletes. So, um, so this is, these are really good and just encourage you to, you know, start small and, and, uh, and dream big and just, you know, see what God does with this year. But, make sure as we do this, that in all things, you know, we consider the coach and, and encourage them on ways that they might want to be a part of it also. So. That's great. That's great. That's and just like in Maine, they have a, a football coach or a, a sport coach who's going to end practice a little early, help with getting bands. I mean, th- these coaches, uh, we've seen coaches get behind this in a big way. And I can tell you that having a coach share a testimony at, uh, in an event is it's, it's hugely influential. I mean, that's, we, we know the influence of coach. So that coach will influence uh, those students, but can also influence the community. And, and Mike, you shared, a, you just sent me a, in a link uh, from an, an article that was done in New Hampshire on your fields of faith, which I'll, I'll share with, with the Northeast staff as well. So you can read that. But uh, Mike, any, anything you want to add from your experience in New Hampshire? 
Yeah, can you hear me okay, Nate? Yes, sir. Yeah, we did a field of faith a couple of years ago. I sent you the article, and it really helped us. We invited a lot of uh, students from other schools that didn't have FCA yet, and it was their first exposure to FCA to allow us to follow up. And that's how we were able to really get a, a nice jump in our huddles uh, by getting more student involvement. And then we sent the article into the newspaper that I sent over to you. And that really helped us build the FCA brand here in New Hampshire. That's great. That's great. So that's, that's we have a couple minutes left. Uh, here's what I want to leave us with. You know, at, we've talked about, you know, what role does a coach have in fields of faith? What role does that student have? Uh, is there a community member who's, or a, a worship leader that you want to incorporate in there as a, as a backdrop to what those coaches and those students are sharing in terms of the, the, the word and their testimonies in times of prayer? What role do we have as FCA staff? That's, what role do we have? So I, I think about the buildup. You know, our, our ministry advancement Zoom line, I love that your, your fields of faith Zoom pops up uh, once a week, and I, I know that, <clears throat> that you as staff are working with uh, the members of the community and the students to, to prepare them. So our role is in advance. We, we just prepare them. How do you share a testimony? How do you give a two-minute testimony? What scripture are you going to read? How, do you, how are you inviting uh, members of the community or, or other students, other coaches to be a part of this, right? Just helping the, the people who are – the volunteers and the, the student leaders to, to think through those things and then follow up. Right. So our job is prior to we're we're training up, we're, we're helping them to, to get to a position where they are positioned to succeed. Right. That's our, that's our job. Position them to succeed by fulfilling what God's put on their hearts to do. Right. And Mark, absolutely. When you have someone who wants to, not just who is willing, it makes a huge difference. Right. Yeah, you're on staff because you want to be. You know, you're passionate about this, not because I need a job, right? It's the same thing with a student and that coach. Find the ones who, who have a passion for this. Uh, on the, and then during the, the, the event, you're just helping to make sure things run smoothly, put out any small fires, I encourage them, pray with, with any speakers uh, before they go up there. Just let them know that, that God's got them and that, that it, you are you're you're excited about seeing them do what what God's had them do, and on the back side, it's the follow up. You can use a camp card for all I care, right? Just any. How are you going to follow up to see who's made a, a first time commitment, a, a rededication, who wants to to learn more, uh, who's interested in joining a huddle, joining a prayer group, just who's what? What's the follow up strategy? So. Those are the things to think about for the next few days. How are you going to put people in position to, to succeed? And then how are you going to follow up? Because just as, as Mike just shared, there could be some great benefits, some great momentum that, that comes about because of fields of faith. This is it's an opportunity to gather people, to get people excited, to touch people's hearts in a way that, that only the scripture and prayer can. And then we help that, we, we help them to get, into a place where they can be followed up with, discipled, and plugged in so that this isn't just an event, a one-time thing, and we're done until next year. I know that our job is to make sure that uh, people have every opportunity to be discipled or to learn more or to, to, to hear the word 
uh, one more time as you share the gospel, right? That's, that's, our, that's our role. We're, we're about discipleship. So don't, don't fail to follow up uh, events like this. Because that's that's where, where we can come in with the resources that we have and the huddles that we have in place and the coaches that we've been discipling and make sure that, the, the, especially those who come to faith at Fields of Faith, uh, don't just get left to, to wonder how, what's next. You know, what, what do I do now? Okay? Yeah. All right. Can I, Go ahead. Can I, can I uh, ask a question? Please. Yes. Yeah, so um, is it imperative to have it on that October 11th date or are we okay? Um, you know, if it just absolutely doesn't work off, is that the goal for us to do it all on 11th? I mean, that's, there's, there's uh, October 11th. It's, it's the second Wednesday of October is traditionally when they've done it. If that absolutely doesn't work out, that's fine. When, when we did it at Syracuse, it didn't work out on um, that date. So we did it as close to that date as possible. But, no, no, it's, it's not a hard, fast rule. Um, and are there already um, laid out, like, advertising materials or follow-up materials? There are. Uh, yeah. yeah. On the, you can go on, on the uh, You know, obviously, uh, Sweet Space is, is great if you want to come up with, with materials very quickly. Use use sweet space but there there are materials that are already ready for you downloadable resources and things like that uh, so starting team net and then either through the downloadable resources or through sweet space if you want to make something custom um, and then there's the fields of faith um, website which is that's for, that's an FCA like that's, that's right so FCA okay. uh, took some of the, the brand off of it, right? Uh, the, the FCA brand stepped back from that because uh, for, for different reasons in that article, we'll, we'll tell you more about that. But yes, yep, those are great resources for you to use. Um, all included in that article, uh, as well as I'll, the email that I'll follow up with to send you some links. So, all right, well, we are great questions. I uh, appreciate the, the input. A uh, little bit of a throwback Thursday. Let's return to the grassroots part of, of Fields of Faith. This is about uh, what God can do in a, as we simplify it. Don't make it complicated. Make it simple so that God can show up and, and expect big things because his word doesn't return to him void. Amen. And the fervent prayer of the righteous accomplishes great things. So let's, let's combine those two aspects and, and see what God does next week in Fields of Faith. If you want to uh, ask any more questions, if you need help planning that out in any way, please feel free to reach out. Uh, but have a great rest of your day and uh, talk to you uh, next time around. Thanks for your input. Bye, everybody.